This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 269, four phrasal verbs to make your score into a solid nine. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. In today's episode, get four phrasal verbs that will push your score up higher than you ever imagined. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS. With two new free episodes every week, you get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey, Jessica, what's going on? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm doing very well. I am just so stoked about camping. That's all I can think about right now. (laughs) Camping, me too. I'm going to be doing a lot of camping this summer, and it's fun, you know, waking up outside in nature. Uh, It's great. Oh, it's lovely. You go to bed early, you wake up early, and it's just, I love that there's, I love all the extra tasks to do. Like you have to, you have to go get your water. You have to like, like make the fire. And you know, it's, I like these extra tasks and the fact that all of the other uh, home tasks are not like you can't do everything else. Like you can seriously only do these like five things. You know, you don't Mm -hmm. have your computer. Hopefully you turned off your phone. Um, you don't have to like lock your door, sweep the floor, do the laundry. You know what I mean? It's just so simplified. Yeah, that's funny. That's one thing I always notice when I go camping is that people spend a lot of time just like doing things, like doing those tasks. I always yeah. like, kind of, you know, it's fun to observe people in campsites, like yeah. in campgrounds. You just like drive past and you see what are people doing around their campsite. Yeah. And often they're just like in they're, they're like they've got their heads in the back of the car doing something, but I don't know what they're <laughs> doing. I mean, yeah, there are a few tasks, but it doesn't take all afternoon and all they're like doing something, like reaching into the back of the car. Like, what are you doing? Stay relaxed. Goodness. <laughs> I know what you mean though. Like, so yeah. the last time I was camping with James and, um, I mean, I just, I didn't bring that much stuff because it's just camping. It was like a night, you know, we ate everything yeah. out of cans. We had like canned yeah. chili, canned yeah. olives, can like canned soup. It's just very simple. Yeah. And then of course, yeah. s'mores. We had like five s'mores Ooh, each. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, we went off into the forest to look for our sticks to put the marshmallows on. Um, and like, so contrast that with, I fit everything into my tiny little car for us with the dog, you know, that's all we needed. But then the family that was next to us had like this huge tarp to go over the picnic table and the (laughs) special s'mores sticks from Walmart to like the metal collapsible, whatever. And I don't know, like everything had like a thing and a 
No, yep. but I yep. know what you mean. They're like so busy and there's like so much stuff and like, yeah. you know, all the toys and stuff for their kids. And I'm just like, James, go find some shells on the beach to play with. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just <laughs> use what's around you. It's ridiculous. It reminds me a little bit of like when you go skiing, like the beginner is always the one wearing like yeah. the North Face and the fancy stuff. Yeah. And then the expert is the one in jeans. I love that. Totally. <laughs> I know. Totally. Like after when it got warm and stuff, I remember snowboarding and like just shorts and, you know, yeah. like a soccer sweatshirt. And that's all you yeah. just like, seriously, you don't even need to change after school. Like I would get out yeah. of school in the morning and just go to the mountain. Okay. Yeah. So let's connect this back into IELTS, guys. Again, mm. the motto of our course, simplify, practice, succeed. So yeah. if I'm going to use this camping metaphor, right? Um, mm -hmm. I feel like my preparation for camping is as simple as possible. And therefore, yeah. I, I mean, I was completely prepared right? I had everything that I needed, but only what I needed and nothing else. So I didn't waste exactly. my time putting up five tents. I didn't waste yeah. my time um, getting out the s'mores gear, right? Yeah. But so if you're preparing for IELTS like this, it's the same. Don't waste yeah. your time in books that are not written for native speakers, for example. I just talked to a student about that. Don't mm. waste your time with on the forums like we talked about last time. Be yep. efficient. Have a plan that is simple. Have strategies that are simple. If you yep. ask a question to the site moderator on the forum, if you ask a question to your teacher, if you ask a question to your friend and you're not getting back strategies that you immediately understand, they're mm -hmm. not going to help you. Like no. in our course, everything's boiled down to the three steps that you need. Okay. And if, and if you don't immediately understand this strategy, then there's, there's an issue there. I mean, Definitely. of course you need to practice it in order to mm -hmm. really know how it works and everything, but still, you should still be able to look at the steps and right away be like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. Like I, I can yeah, remember that. Yeah, it's like the analogy of the skier, the beginner skier who has all this gear, but they don't know how to use it. And it's ridiculous. Mm. It's, it's just too much. They're getting weighed down by this ridiculous gear, but they don't know how to get down the hill, right? Exactly. Which is the equivalent of passing the exam. Yeah, exactly. So guys, you need to have a roadmap, have a study plan, and then make do with what you have. Huh? Yeah. See how yeah, I segued yeah. into our topic I today? Like yeah, I think that's an important and I mean we spent we we've talked about this a lot and I think I get really passionate on this idea is that people are hiding if they're focusing on details that don't matter, we're hiding from the exam because we're scared. Okay. Uh -huh. So just admit that to ourselves and get into a plan and a system that's going to get you to where you want to go. Like be honest with yourself. Worrying about little grammar points that don't affect your score is a waste of time. Exactly. That's another just, example. I just posted in our Facebook group about that last week. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, and one of the strategies, one of the fun strategies, again, IELTS should not be boring, you guys. Um, as a teacher of IELTS for so many years and in making our course, I tried to make it as motivating and interesting and fun as possible because I think you learn best when you're having fun. Right. So yeah. one of the coolest strategies that I have the most fun with is to make stuff up 
on the speaking and writing test. So if you can't think of an idea, if you don't actually have experience with this topic, make it up on the writing test. Make up mm-hmm. some research. And that is yep. super fun. But remember, guys, it's not enough just to be like, um, Stanford published a study in 1992 that said things were positive. Like, that's not enough. You still have to make up a specific detail, right? Yeah. You have to, yeah. So it has to be stronger than that. But so... Um, we're talking about phrasal verbs today, guys, and we've mentioned a couple already. So the one I just said, make up, and that's just to create something new, create a new idea that is not true. If you're ready to get a daily learning plan and strategies that actually work, you can get in today. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. So before we go into these, Jessica, where would we want to use phrasal verbs on the test? Yeah, so definitely on the speaking and the writing, both, you guys. Mm. Um, speaking more so, however, because we do look for more of a range, and some phrasal verbs can seem informal, so I wouldn't overuse them on the writing test. One or two mm. on the writing in the essays, for sure, because yeah. you're yeah. showing your flexibility. And even though it is a formal essay, the examiner is still looking for your ability to use idiomatic native speaker language. And phrasal verbs are part of that idiomatic vocabulary group. So you should still use one or two in your essays. And this is a thing where like if you're studying for academic, if you have like an academic skills class, for example, they're going to tell you not to use phrasal verbs in your writing. And yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true in university because it's considered informal, right? You need to find a vocabulary word that is more formal and better than that. But IELTS is a special animal, guys. It's a quirky mm-hmm. little beast of a test. So yes, on IELTS, do use one or two phrasal verbs in your writing. But yeah, um, on the speaking test, all over the place, guys. This is the range the examiner's looking for. So as we're explaining these phrasal verbs today, guys, write them down. However, don't waste your time memorizing all one, two, three, four of them, um, because that's going to be confusing and you're not going to use four phrasal verbs with make on the test. Instead, choose one or two that you are comfortable with, that you understand our examples and you could use yourself. Yeah, it would be a little bit strange if you used all four of these in the same part of the speaking test. I know, that'd be funny. <laughs> a little weird. I don't know how that would happen. That would you yeah. Um okay, so <laughs> first makeup. So that's creating creating new ideas, right? Playing playing pretend also. You're you're like making yeah. up a word, a world, um, which yeah, I love to do word. with James. Mm-hmm. Um and then Sci-fi. the yeah. first one we mentioned was to make do with something. How you, yeah. How would you put that into context, Lindsay? <clears throat> well, I would call that to survive, right? So to put it into some kind of context, yeah. going back to the camping example, you know, you guys, you and James, you know, you wanted to have maybe a fancy dinner at the campsite, but you made do with just canned food. And that was fine. That was enough, right? That was enough to survive, to get by. It was, so it was fantastic. It's not yeah. just enough. It was perfect. But yeah, but you know what? This is something I actually say a lot to James because, you know, little kids want 
They just want stuff. Mm. They just want more toys, more yeah. chocolate, more whatever. Because um, their <laughs> friend has the new Star Wars sweatshirt. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so geez. this is something I say to him all the time. Like, make do with what you have. Because honestly, you have so much stuff <laughs> already. Yeah. yeah. Make do yeah, with what yeah. you have. So that means, yeah, like you said, survive, but just like not. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's as serious as surviving. That Survive. seems too heavy to me. I would, yeah. I would say, um, just exist. Just mm. be, not be okay with what you have. Cause that's what I'm essentially saying to, to James all the time. Like, you need to be fine with what you have already. And that's what this is. Yeah. Like, make do with what you have. And, and guys, if you're, if you're choosing this phrase to, to practice and memorize and use, use it in this whole, sentence make do with mm. what i have that whole that whole sentence yeah. you should memorize yeah i like that idea of learning that chunk you yeah know, don't learn this in, just as a phrasal verb itself but learn it as a chunk as a sentence with examples and think of this camping example i think it's a good one you know and think about you know what jessica says you know to her son all the time right make do with this you can make do with the sweatshirts that you have that's fine yeah, yeah, I love that. Very it's cool. a good, yeah. it's a, it's a good philosophy to keep in mind as you go through your day. It oh. helps you spend less money and just kind of be okay with stuff. That's what we're all kind of <laughs> needing to practice, right? Being okay yeah. with stuff. Um, yep. okay. So there's a couple more phrasal verbs here that, that are, uh, mm. pretty specific. So this, this next one is, um, make over. And I think this is more commonly used as a noun phrase, to be yeah. honest. A yeah. makeover. Yeah. Um, so a makeover. And it's funny, Lindsay and I were talking before we recorded and we're like, we don't get makeovers. So we're not <laughs> we those type of girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a makeover, guys, is when you completely change your look. It's a very yeah. superficial thing, usually. Mm -hmm. I guess there could be spiritual mm -hmm. makeovers, which would be more interesting <laughs> to talk about. But usually it's like, you know, there's like reality shows on TV all the time where you you oh. see someone um, and they're like all sad looking with like, I don't know, horrible yeah. hair, bad oh, clothes. Oh, yeah. And then they get yep. a makeover and all of a sudden I, they have like the newest Gucci whatever and the makeup yeah. and the yeah, Whatever. I think there's a show called Celebrity Makeover. That sounds very oh, familiar somehow. Probably. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is that that exists out there. So the idea of just getting a transformation. Yeah. Or in terms of the face and the hair. Generally, yeah. sometimes also the clothes could be part of that makeover, but not something I'm into. I don't think you're into it either. Just no. But some people are. No. And hey, that's fine. <laughs> um, But, you know, you don't have to use it just for your uh personal appearance, guys. For example, yeah. I... So... We've, t we talk about a vision board sometimes. And I think I, I told you guys that I don't have just a vision board anymore. I have a vision wall now. There's a whole <laughs> wall above my desk. And I like to Whoa. give my vision wall a makeover once vision in a while. Wall. Cause or else I just, I forget to look at it. So I, I rearrange the things that I really like, take down the things that aren't important to me anymore replace them with right now I'm really into um, quotes from my favorite books so I have a whole bunch of quotes up there now from um, also from conversations that I've had and um, so I'm, I'm quoting famous authors and I'm quoting personal friends on my wall now but so guys like you can make over anything really 
Uh, it sounds like your vision board has expanded to a wall, and will it expand to like a room eventually? It like might. all the walls in a room. I'm gonna run out of room if I keep putting quotes up. There's just vision house. It's, I know a whole vision house. That would be awesome. Okay, so that's a makeover. And then the last okay. one, make into. So that's to mm. change something into something else. Yeah. And on the other podcast, the All Ears English podcast, we talked about the phrasal verb to turn into, which is pretty similar yeah. to turn into and to make into. But to make something, someone into something or make something into something is to, to transform it. Right, Jessica? So it's a similar, yeah. I mean, it has, it's connected to makeover, right? Like you can kind of mm-hmm. remember these as a group. Um, but this is more of a, of a physical change, like really like, like manipulating something, right? Like using your hands to, to change something into something else, like, um, to take some clay and you make it into a vase, right? Or you mm. make it into a bowl. Like it's this sort of um, tangible, I I mm. think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, I, I don't think it would always have to be tangible, right? I think you could be talking about like not necessarily what you talk about, like making a business into a success. You could say that. Oh, right? that's true. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And sort of um, like turning things to a positive, you know, like making yeah. your your mind frame into a more positive mind frame or something. Mm. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess we I do use it a lot like that, too. Yeah. So just something becomes something else, right? So where would this possibly come up on the speaking test? Like what kind of questions could we use that for? Um, I think Mm. if you're answering questions about your studies or um, school, like things that you've learned, you could say, um, this made me into a better person, right? Mm. So if you're talking about past experiences that you've learned from, I think this would be a great phrase. Like um, this one conversation made me into a, a a more positive person or or having this person in my life makes me into a a relaxed person a more a more uh, I keep saying positive <laughs> confident <laughs> confident more, more yeah confident, at home yeah yeah I know what you mean so just this idea of transformation yeah more, more so than just the physical look could be the way we change our minds about something or just a kind of a yeah whole body transformation body and mind <laughs> yeah exactly transformation. um yeah, so guys like write these down listen to our examples a couple times and put your own examples there and again if you can't think of a personal example for it right away then don't bother you don't have to use this one you know like you only use the ones that you feel like you are are easy for you to fit into your um your vocabulary Yeah, you got it. This is good. So guys, don't forget to drop these into your speaking test and the writing a little bit as we talked about at the beginning. And the key is practicing, right? We want to make sure we've gone through a good solid course and a system. And then we've gone and we've practiced this as much as possible. And when you're in our course, you can come over and join the power hours. And you do have a chance to practice any of these phrasal verbs that you want to use with other students and with Jessica. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. And that's really the best time to take risks with vocab, right? Like if you're not sure if you're using something correctly, then join a power hour and we could talk about it. And I could say like, no, that's a perfect example. That's great. You should totally say that on the test. Because of course, test day is not when you need to take risks, right? You should not take risks on test day. So instead, you need to experiment with this stuff before. And then you know, going in like, I I got this, I know how to use this. I'm going to impress the examiner with this phrasal verb or this idiom because you're like sure about it. 
Yeah, there's nothing like that feeling of walking into the test with confidence. That is just this amazing feeling, but we got to get there, guys, by putting in the work in a smart way. Mm-hmm. So, guys, to get into our course, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And then once you go through the reading, sorry, the writing and the speaking module, you will be eligible to join Power Hour. But if you're not in the course, you can't get into Power Hour. And that's because you need to know the strategies coming in. We don't want to waste your time, right? Exactly. We want to all be on the same page when we enter the Power Hour. So, awesome. Awesome. Hope to see you guys there. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent. Jessica, thanks for hanging out. This has been good. And I hope we can make this day into an awesome one. (laughs) Oh, heck yeah. It already is. Okay. (laughs) Have a good day. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.